Hello and welcome to Women Travel, a podcast about the places women have been and the things they did there. We're hitting about the six-month mark in America of COVID quarantine protocols, and as they go back and forth, they can seem almost more overwhelming as we transition into fall and everyone's asking why aren't we done with this yet and also who's going to be our president next year it's very anxiety inducing so today Anakin and i are going to discuss a, have a short episode where we discuss um how are we going to keep things exciting Annika, you have a story to share and so i'll let you take it away hi i'm Annika. hey everyone you're the co-host my voice sounds awful i'm sorry i just got back from a five-day trip in sun valley idaho with my girlfriend who hasn't taken a vacation in seven months since she started her new job. So she got five days off, we planned it, and we went. Uh, There's a lot of frustrations as trips go, as everyone knows, and there's a lot of fun in there as well. Is this your first trip in this uh, somewhat new relationship? Yes, it was our first big trip. Ooh, the test. I know. (laughs) I know. One of the biggest tests is how are you going to be okay? So it actually did work out very well. Like our first night. I was going to ask, do you have any um, just quick relationship advice that comes to mind or that you learned from this weekend? Communication is key. Always. (laughs) Boundaries are totally fine. Like you don't have to be lovey dovey throughout the whole days. Like if you get a hotel room with two beds, it's okay if you sleep in one of the beds and apart because sometimes it's nice. I know, controversial. And also, like, in stressful times, try to make each other laugh because that that helps sometimes. It depends on your personality types. I remember going on a day trip uh, this spring and we were lost and I had been driving and I was very stressed out and so I just stopped driving. Like, I just pulled over and I was like, okay, we gotta stop because I can't handle these dirt roads and my little Toyota, it's not working. And so we got outside and my partner started um, talking about skipping rocks, like as if, because we're in the middle of the desert, so he's like skipping rocks <laughs> in the dirt. Uh-huh. Um, and it was just one of the funniest things I've ever seen or heard of. I highly recommend if you're in the desert, just try skipping rocks in the dirt because you'll have surprisingly good results. Um, and it just really helped the entire situation. Yeah, so we had a very similar thing um, where I, like, booked this, like, apartment hotel to, like, kind of save on money. Um, was it, like, an Airbnb? No, it was, like, an apartment complex. Weird. It, it's That's kind of, like, popular in cities, so, like, you could do that in Boise. It's, like, so much cheaper than a hotel. But, so they, like, called me, and I was, like, uh, they were, like, oh, what time are you going to arrive? I'm, like, 8.30. They're, like, oh, our offices will be closed. Here's how you get into your, like, key code. I was, like, sick um so we arrive at like 807 and we drove two hours trying to find this place it was nowhere and i was like the same thing as you morgan where i was like getting stressed out and rachel was getting stressed out and it was funny because rachel's like i'm gonna cry i'm like don't cry don't cry rachel <laughs> i'm like save it for when we're in the reception hall and then we can use it for our baby. <laughs> and then you'll have tissues, so when you cry, you'll have something to blow your nose in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. See, you understand my diabolical plan. <laughs> um, so eventually, I just had to like... When you cry enough in your life where you're like, I always got to be around tissues. If I'm going to cry, I can't cry until I'm around tissues. Yep, yep. yep. That's, that's a good way. 
<laughs> um, see, I just like hold it in until I'm alone, and then it just comes out, and I'm like, and it's just awful. <laughs> Anyways, so I pulled a U where I just like I parked. I was like, I'm done with this. Like we tried different apps to find the place. We tried to like you even use like they had pictures of what the apartment complex was supposed to look like, and it's in the middle of the freaking night in the mountains. You can't see shit. <laughs> and so I was like, I I'm done. So I like kind of parked, and I was like, and I. <laughs> And I reclined my seat all the way back, and I was just laying there on my phone, just typing, like, fiercely trying to find, like, a hotel that we could go to right then and right there. Uh, right there, right there. Right there. <laughs> um, and then and the then country thought- music station came on, and then you found out that that was the only station. That was, it's four different <laughs> types of country music stations. Yay! And then one Jesus station. For flavor. So we've we found a best western and so we're like i was like fuck it i don't care and rachel's like how much is it I'm like i don't care we're going and so we go in there it's like so kitschy like if you're in ketchum i totally say go to best western because it's like it has like european flags everywhere and it's kind of like a a little resort a little european resort in the middle of Idaho. nice management cool yeah but um uh our receptionist terry made us laugh he made us laugh and i was like okay we're gonna be okay now (laughs) and like yeah he was so sweet and then i told him i was like hey i just want to let you know we had an awful awful night and you literally made us both laugh and i just want to thank you he's like it was meant to be you were supposed to be here i was like apparently so thank you take our money every day he would see us and he's like how's today how are you guys doing today? And I was like, oh, we're doing pretty good, Terry. And then as we're leaving or entering the building, <laughs> he would open the door and just bow as low as he could, like all royal. And I was like, oh, you're such a Dungeons and Dragons nerd. And I love it. <laughs> oh, neato. So when you go to the Best Western and catch him, ask for Terry. He will treat you very well. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. We'll get there. Um, okay, so what was one of the goals or what was the thing that you were most looking forward to on the trip? We had two different goals, my girlfriend and I. Oh, I also want to say the thing that made both of us laugh in the car to stop us from like like breaking down and be like, ah, this sucks, is there's a TikTok of a... No, you're the, like, you're the only reason I know really anything on tiktok because you're the only person who sends me tiktok links and so i'm like fine i guess i'll figure out how to use this just for annika i feel like that's the only reason why people get on tiktok like that happened to me because like my advisor loved tiktok and would send me videos all the time i was like oh i guess the fomo is real i like guess i'll figure this out and then i was like sending things to rachel and rachel's like guess i'll figure things out Like, that's how it gets you, man. Yeah, it's a virus. <laughs> um, too soon? Probably. Okay, I'll just sing it. I'll just sing what it was. Because it's it's like a man on a beach, and he's, like, selling drinks. And he goes, Coca-Cola light. Coca-Cola normal. Coca-Cola zero. Hey, Coca-Cola. And I would just sing that in the car and it helped. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. So what was the thing that you were the most excited about? 
So Rachel was excited about sleeping in. <laughs> oh, honey, I feel so <laughs> bad Rachel's. for like how uh, the day-to-day life might be if sleeping in is what you're looking forward to. I get it, but like that's hard. That's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I did most of the planning, but there was some stuff where I'd have to like essentially like pin her in a corner and be like make a decision and she's like i don't want to I'm like do it and then she wouldn't end up being great so rachel when you're listening to this you can make decisions <laughs> what do you think would help rachel or pretty much anyone listening like make better decisions because when you're on the road and you're out of your element it can be challenging to be sure that it's the right answer because that's usually what holds people back is they're like, uh, is this is this going to be a good decision and we'll have a good time? Or will this be my fault that we're having a bad time? Yeah, I definitely have like three advice. So I would say the first one is, is realize that yes, you're in a destination, but the trip is about you two having fun together. So even if the decision isn't necessarily, like, the correct one in your head, just remember that you're having fun times with your significant other or your friends. Like, that's, I think that's the easiest way to kind of, like, take off that pressure. Um, Number two, as someone who is naturally a leader with someone who has trouble making decisions, the best way is to give them two choices. (laughs) Um, so you can either do that in categories like, okay, for dinner, do you want American or like Asian? And then you can kind of narrow it down for that. I call that the cheesecake factory effect. uh I have never been as uncomfortable as the first time I went to a cheesecake factory and I was like, this is a novel. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. We only hit like two there, right? I think there was a third point of advice that you had. Yes, yeah, so th- the third point of advice I have, which just seems kind of cheap, but get a third person. <laughs> and so this is what I have to do when I have, like, two of my friends that come over who are also, like, indecisive, but they have secret opinions. They just want to, they just don't want to tell anyone about it. So what we do is we pick out, in, in this scenario, if it's a movie, what we'll do is we'll pick out four movies that we're all generally, like, kind of interested in. The first person will take away the first movie. The second person, the third movie. And then whoever's last usually try to make the most uh, uh, opinionated person choose that. And then so that way they're happy no matter what. And then they pick the last movie. So it like it's everyone's choice because we all agree on something. But you can still make the pickiest person choose something. <laughs> and like the worst things are already out. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah genius it's 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 a proven plan (laughs) i've done it time and time again what were you excited about on this trip so what i was excited about is to go to the shoshone uh, mammoth cave uh which i didn't get to see and i'm still mad about it (laughs) can you give us a little bit of brief on that what is it yeah so the Shoshone Mammoth Cave is a old, old-ass cave. I don't know from what period it is. It's old as dirt. Yes, old as dirt. <laughs> and there's um, cave art along the wall. And I think one of the first, like, uh, 
fossil uh, horses was found there as well. So one of those like old, old uh, dinosaur kind of like horses. Because everyone said that horses were like a European thing that they brought over. They were like horse ponies. Yeah, horse ponies. But the... <laughs> that's what they, they look like in the old pictures is just like this stumpy horse. And it's like, I guess that's a horse. Like, sure. sure. And they're, the, the, like the narrative is like, you know, uh, indigenous people only rode horses because the Europeans brought them. Well, here's like physical proof that no, there was actually horses in North America. So <laughs> it kind of like ruins that whole, well, you know, the Europeans gave people horses, mate. Um... <laughs> is that true i yeah a lot of people will say that no 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 i i subscribe to that idea or that level of information is it true that the indians were using horses before then and they were from america i'm pretty sure um i looked it up and it says it's from indian country today it goes yes world there were horses in native culture before christopher columbus <laughs> So maybe maybe for the um, the monthly newsletter I can write about that. Anyway, so the the reason why I was really interested in going into this cave is for my graduate program I'm doing an independent study on art and technology, specifically uh, how um, people have documented their travels through art and what that looks like. Um, because a lot of people, when they think technical communications, they think manuals, editing, kind of like dry bone stuff. But there's actually a huge market of humanities within the degree that a lot of people don't know because they don't teach it. So I've been studying about um, Neanderthal cave arts. I've been studying um, paleontology, the Holocaust, which is, you know, kind of, uh-oh. Um <laughs> In, ter- in terms of, like, sadness, not, like, in terms of, like... Yeah, like, it's deeply important about, especially in an anthropological respect. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, and it's crazy because, like, all the art that's in the book that I have is from artwork or art pieces that survivors or people who have died in the camps made in the camps. Oh, whoa. Yeah, so it's it's intense, but it's a beautiful intensity because, like, there's this innate... Uh, human nature for us to leave something behind and it doesn't necessarily have to be biological that makes sense that makes a lot of sense to this individual um but yeah that innate like uh i I almost want to say that inert drive to create something and to take what we see and put it down in a two-dimensional format is just everywhere yeah so I'm super stoked about it, especially because, like, I've been getting a lot of pushback <laughs> from some of my department heads where they're like, this isn't tech comm. And then I, like, go to Sun Valley and I talk to, like, this, uh, you know, kind of, like, hippie lady who runs this, like, bookstore with a dog named Charles Barkley, who is adorable. Um, <laughs> and she's like, you know, it's really interesting. I love to track, like, the the uh, the style of books throughout the years, like the deckled edges and, uh, you know, uh, photography versus illustration and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, sometimes when I have my friend come in, he can tell me exactly based just on the cover, 
uh, like which publishing firm it comes from because they like that style. And I was like, hmm, hmm, wouldn't you know, I'm a graduate student and I'm kind of studying that right now. <laughs> and she's like, oh. And so then here in like Sun Valley in like a, a hippie bookstore, I'm having a conversation with someone about technical communications. It was it was weird. So uh, I just talked with my advisor today, who's helping me like run the project. Uh, not to date this episode. <laughs> Do you want to? What, what's that bookstore called? Do you remember? Uh, it's called Iconoclast. I, like Iconoclast. Yes. Interesting. So we're repping Iconoclast in. It was Ketchum, Idaho. You said or. Sun Valley. It's that's the weird thing is like they call it all Sun Valley, but it's really Ketchum. Sun Valley is really only the Sun Valley Resort. Well, there's not like a ton of bookstores, so you can figure it out, dear listener. I believe in you. Yeah, uh, f- for sure. There's there's a map of like the three towns that are all connected that create Sun Valley, and you can see literally like the two bookstores that you can go to. <laughs> in the Sun Valley area. Okay, so two things I want to talk about. One thing's more historical, and then one thing's more silly. So, uh, what you sent me a strange photo uh, over the weekend, and I'm, I still don't really understand what it was. Um, it was like a bell, I think, right? So, it's a Tibetan uh, prayer bell that was commissioned by uh, the current Dalai Lama, so the 14th Dalai Lama, and for some reason, I don't know necessarily the full story. I'd have to look into it. But he commissioned it for uh, the people of Sun Valley to have after the atrocities of 9-11. So some people are like, why did he send it to Idaho and Sun Valley? Well, a lot of like really famous people like lived in Sun Valley and like always go to Sun Valley. So I could imagine like Hemingway is buried in Sun Valley. So you can go see his grave. That's actually really messed up because people... There's almost always a bottle of Jack there. Exactly. And I'm like, he was an alcoholic. Why would you do this to him? Anyway, so yeah, it's like this beautiful... Never forget how cool of an alcoholic he was, though. I think that's the mentality. Yeah, because that totally made uh, the man in the sea like... News breaking. See, I can I can rag on Hemingway because I'm technically related to him on my mom's side, so I can I can talk. Shit. I'm not related to Hemingway, and I'm still not a big Good. fan. <laughs> I just can't get through it. Um, I feel like because I'm not full of unbridled toxic masculinity, <laughs> just as a person, I don't really relate to anything he writes about. Valid, valid point. 100%. Thank you. <laughs> So, okay, so did you have anything more, like any any more facts or strange things about that bell? Or like, hey, there's just a bell there and it's really pretty. So you can actually turn it. Um, so I believe, do not quote me on this, but... Uh, I will. I will quote okay. you on this. <laughs> I've been recording the whole time. What? There's This is a podcast. <laughs> um, but it said, like, uh, you you ring the bell uh to signify like the six values of buddhism uh, is the dalai lama in charge of buddhism so he is a leader in tibetan buddhism as i understand it yes you are correct as always morgan so uh the bell is really cool because it doesn't have like um a tassel with like a, a metal ball in it that you like 
uh, clang against it. So it's like an intricate circular device where you uh, grab hold of these like wooden base and you walk around it. And eventually uh, when you make a full circle, uh, the bell inside will ring. You're supposed to walk around six times and it's supposed to release... um, I was going to say good vibes, but that's that's not the correct verb. But it's supposed to... uh, Some zen zen chill. chill. And then... um, lo-fi hip-hop girl just shows up like she animates as a real uh human being and she lets you pet her cat best part uh-huh. of it <laughs> yeah that's exactly it uh <laughs> no it's supposed to uh <laughs> like i was gonna like explain that reference but then i was like nah you know if you know yeah, you know if you know you know it's fine it's kind of like the tiktok videos if you know you know Uh, (laughs) um, and so it's supposed to like release happiness and prayers and well wishes upon the world. Another really cool point of the bell is that when it was in transit to Sun Valley, it actually, for some reason, got sent to London first. And when it was sent to London, it was just after, uh, the... Uh, train massacres that had happened so all those terrorist bombs that went off and so the Dalai Lama said it was preordained that the bell needed to go to London to help the people there before it went off to Sun Valley so that was that was kind of cool and it's really gorgeous like you like see the details and you're like oh my goodness so if you go to Sun Valley go to Sawtooth Botanical Gardens and ring that bell um cool so last question you were on a vacation chilling in sun valley like people do uh do how do you party bro bro how do you party how do i party how do i party how do you party how do you party how do you keep things exciting yeah it was five days so like yo what was like the coolest thing in a party sense oh god this is gonna make me such a nerd right now because it's like for me (laughs) it's like I'm like, oh, that's a party. And then other people are going to be like, that's the most lamest thing I've ever heard. Okay. So <laughs> last night, like the very, not like last night, but last night, the, the, <laughs> the last night we were there, uh, we, there, there was going to be a power out- outage from 10 PM to 6 AM. So our hotel was like, okay, guys, if you need extra blankets, it's supposed to be cold, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and so I ordered a flashlight, and guess who was there with the flashlight? Terry! Terry! Yes! <laughs> I was like, Terry! Oh, my God. Uh, and so at, sure enough, 10 p.m., boom, lights off. And we kind of stayed up for a while, but I, for some reason, I didn't know if it's because we had gone to Craters of the Moon before, and that was, like, a really cool, like, little uh, day trip that we did, or because I was trying to get all the energy out for when I had to drive the next day all around. But, so, like, I'd be, like, awake at, like, 1 or 2 in the morning, and I was, and I was sitting in bed thinking, I was like, oh, we're up in the mountains, and there's a blackout right now. You know what would be really cool? The stars. <laughs> so I got up, Rachel was asleep, and I started fumbling with, like, our back door, trying to, like, get it open, and she's like, what are you doing? 
I was like, I'm trying to open up the doors. And there's like three different latches we had to undo. But I walked out and the stars were so cool. Like I've never really experienced as someone who's kind of like lived in a city, like seeing the stars so clearly. And there's like no lights anywhere for miles. So you can see like nebulas and like the bright lights and the stars were just everywhere. And I was like, this is awesome. And I would like go back in and then uh, into a room. And then finally I started getting dressed and Rachel's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to go sit out and watch the stars for a while. And she's like, okay, have fun. She's like, don't freeze to death. I'm like, ah, I won't. <laughs> and so I just like went out, hung, sat right down on the balcony that we had and just like watched the stars for like 30 minutes. And it was so cool. And I took pictures too. Yeah, like, because I've, I've been in those circumstances before and it's just the sky is blanketed. Like, it is really something special. And it's like, for me, like, I know some people get freaked out when you think about space and how many universes there's out there and like planets but for me it's actually really humbling humbling because i'm like these issues don't really matter because in the big scheme of things like there's aliens out there who are probably hella cool and i just want to meet them This has been Women Travel. Thank you for sharing, Annika. And uh, we'll catch you next time. I promise we will talk about uh, demonic possessions with Katya next time. Uh, we also have some bonus episodes available on our Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash women travel. Women is spelled with an X. Um, Annika, any last words? Coca-Cola light. <laughs>